everybody. Coach Ferguson here. This is the Full Potential Living Podcast. In this podcast, I will aim to provide motivation, clarity, and a clear sense of purpose, helping you live a full potential life. What is up, Full Potential listeners? This is Eric Ferguson, Coach Ferguson on the Full Potential Living Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what does full potential mean? All right, so what does that mean to you? I want you guys to think about what does full potential living mean in my life? For me, it's not necessarily trying to live and be something that I'm not. It's about uncovering more of the greatness that lies within me as we are all divine here. And as we uncover our greatness, we naturally elevate our lives. So for me, that's what it means. I want you to think about what does it mean for you, right? Outline it, figure it out, find your purpose. What does full potential mean to you, right? If we're on this earth, we might as well live our full potential. Otherwise, what are we doing here, right? That's my perspective. So um, also... We are looking to grow on the Full Potential Living podcast. So if you enjoy a podcast, go ahead and follow. Follow on Spotify, Apple, Google, lots of different, just about every platform. Um, But make sure you follow and then um, share it with one person. If you like a podcast, go ahead and share it with one person. What we're trying to do here on the Full Potential Living podcast is build a community of like-minded people who are looking to elevate their lives and uncover their greatest self. Um, And I believe that happens through living in your purpose. Um, But what does it mean to you, right? So thank you so much for listening and um, let's all live in our full potential. Let's go. potential listeners i'm super excited today welcome to the full potential living podcast we have christine on the podcast today hypnosis coach um she also does lots of things in the personal development world manifestation i'm sure she can tell you a lot more about herself but christine i just want to welcome you to the podcast coming in from berlin germany today Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. How how are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. It's such a great opportunity to share my life with the world better and more because this is what I'm here for, sharing what I learned, what I discovered, what I experienced, because this is how we can enlighten and work really the world step by step. Mm, amazing. And I know your um, social media name is inner light inner light so you're shining your inner light um that's amazing um so yeah first off tell us a little bit about yourself uh starting with what your work is what your soul work is and how you're impacting the world Mm, i love this question so much i I'm here on a double mission. (laughs) This is the best way that I can explain it. And the one mission of my soul is to experience myself and to create myself in the highest 
version that I can be to share my light and to be love and give love and to help people to awake their inner light. And the other mission is really to help humanity remember who we are, to remember why we are here, to remember what our potential is. And that's why I love your podcast and your way of transporting that message so much because it's about full potential living, really getting into our true self, our true essence and living up to this highest version that we can be because when everyone is doing that, we create the most amazing world ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So really can helping people connect to their purpose um, you know, whatever that is, that's, that's amazing. So as far as, uh, I know you have some, you, you do some coaching and some hypnosis. Could you tell us just, a just a little bit about, uh, hypnosis and what, what that is, what that is like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I started my dive deep into hypnosis, I guess, six years ago. When I came to Mind Valley and I get to know um, Marissa Peer, and she was the one um, who started to teach me hypnosis. I had my first hypnosis session with Marissa Peer, and after all the things I tried to heal and to yeah get to my fullest potential and to my inner light was not really successful until the moment I discovered hypnosis. And the difference between coaching and hypnosis is that you really work with the root of limiting beliefs, blockages, fears that you have, and not just looking on the surface and try to find out what the root is. You can really just ask your subconscious mind, Yeah. And that's, that was the game changer for me because it was like, okay, the answers are really inside of me. And now I had this portal that I'm able to open all the time that I want. And I can ask myself. I don't have to go to another person who is responsible for healing me or for giving me special drugs or um, special treatments. No, I was in charge. I had my power back over myself, over my healing journey. And that's why hypnosis was the most amazing experience for me. Mm, wow. So you would say that it's, it's kind of getting to the root of changing your subconscious mind. Right. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. What is the subconscious mind? And what do you think the power of that, of the subconscious mind is? Mm. So the subconscious mind is really our powerhouse. That's mm. where all the experiences, all the feelings from our whole life is saved, like a blueprint, like an energetic code, like um, something that you can visit again. I don't know if you know Harry Potter, the fourth or fifth part of Harry Potter. Um, it's in, in German, it's Denkarium, where you put your, your thoughts out and put it into um, like 
a glass and you can visit these thoughts again, but not reliving them, you can see them from a higher perspective. You can understand how they work together. And that's really the power of the subconscious mind that we have all these information and feelings stored in ourselves. But most of people work 100% with their subconscious, uh, with, with their conscious mind. And when you look um, at the percentage, how much our conscious mind is responsible for our everyday life, for our decisions, for our feelings, for what we think we can do and what not, right. then you have five, five, five percent conscious mind and ninety-five. Wow subconscious mind and wow. that was mind-blowing to me like all right i i tried to use affirmation i used coaching and i i wanted to be this highest version of myself mm -hmm. for a long time but it was like okay i'm i'm good right now and um i i am in my i'm using my tools but when this trigger is coming the old fears are back and I'm in this old version of me that, that I don't want to be anymore, you know? So when I discovered that 95% is really coming from my subconscious mind, it was so obvious to me that that's where I have to start. So getting your subconscious mind on the same road, like my conscious mind, that was a game changer because when I do 100% with all that I am in the direction I want to go, it's way more efficient than just doing it with 5%, right? Right, absolutely. So what do you feel like are some strategies, some tips, some tools that people, maybe they're just starting to tap into their subconscious mind more, uh, or maybe they're a little further down the path and they want to go deeper and change some of these limiting beliefs so that they can alter alter their life and change their reality, you know, live their best life. What would you start with in terms of tools and tips and strategies to start influencing the subconscious mind? Mm -hmm, beautiful question. So when you are totally new and working with a subconscious mind, it's very important to understand that everything that surrounds us is influencing us. It's the people that surround us, it's the music, it's um, the food, it's the place where we live in. Because all the things that we see, that we um, feel, that we hear, that is influencing our subconscious mind. Our conscious mind is filtering. So you go to work, you just um, are focused on what you're doing, you come back and you're doing what you have to do. But all the things that are happening around you while you are doing consciously what you are doing is subconsciously influencing you. So first step is getting aware of that everything that you experience all day long is influencing your subconscious mind. And then you can start getting aware of what is serving you and what is not serving you. Right. Like people that are telling you again and again that um, 
the world is bad and that it's getting bad and more worse um, every single day and um, that you have a boss that is telling you all the time, maybe between the lines, but you are not a great um, worker in the, in the business or you are not um, so yeah productive as other people. Just these subconscious feelings that you have your whole day start recognizing that and the next step is to get aware that we have special times of the day where we are more yeah influenceable than um at other times and these times are when we go to sleep and when we wake up because our conscious mind is in that moment not 100% uncharged. So we have this tiny little bit of time where we can really use the information that we put into us to influence our subconscious mind. And a lot of people start their day, they are not really awake and they take their phone and they look, what do I have to do today? What are my tasks? And they start like, oh, here, today is going to be so so stressful. Uh, I have no idea how I can do that or um, my life is so hard. I don't know. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's It's so easy, you know, with our phone right beside our bed to wake up and look right at your tasks, look at the people that you've talked to and get right into that. And I think That's so interesting you bring up the environment around you and what you're hearing, even if you're not like focusing on it, right? Being conscious of it is affecting your subconscious, is affecting you directly um, in your life. And I, I think about in the United States, we have a lot of, uh, you know, rap music and then grew up with a lot of hip hop and rap music. And I think there's, you know, I loved it growing up. You know, but there's good and bad to everything. And if you look at, I don't know, from my perspective, more of a negative side, just the lyrics of it, you know, like talking about certain things really for men and for women really kind of put a negative spin on how we can relate to each other. And I think that it's so interesting that something like music, music has such a powerful influence on us. And so many of us don't even know that we've created these beliefs around what music, you know, what the, what the lyrics are saying. And I think also, you know, your friends and, you know, people that you're around, the news, the news is a big thing here. It's awful, <laughs> um, but it's so powerful. Um, so that's kind of the beginning there of, of tapping into your subconscious. Yeah, maybe another thing is also advertisement. We mm -hmm. are so programmed by society, what we think we need more, what we think we have to be more and mm -hmm. have to do more because we just drive through the city and we see this big, uh, huge advertisements and they telling us, oh, you need that. You yeah. need that to feel better. 
because you're feeling so worse in your everyday life that you need to um, spend your money on that new thing like this new television because you deserve that you work so hard so this is your reward for your hard life and this is subconscious programming and we have it in the supermarket we have these jingles in in the background i in germany um and it's crazy because they subconsciously programming you and they know about that hypnosis is i guess it's 30 years old there is a cia document and The CIA found out that hypnosis is one of the most amazing way to bring people to do things they want them to do. Yeah. So this is what our advertisement society um, knows. This is what um, the higher people, they know about that. Right. And the society has no idea that it's happening all the time and that we really are not here to be ourselves mm. but to fulfill a special behavior that they want us to do right Whew. that's you could definitely go down a rabbit hole with that <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's i mean effectively it's brainwashing and it's uh you know, subconsciously training people to live a certain way. And so you have to make sure that you are, um, you have, one of my friends talks about having like this little green man at the door of your mind. And he never lets something in unless it like gets by the green man. So he has to prove something to go into his mind if he, if it's going to go into his mind. So We have to be the guard of what we're hearing, what we're taking in, you know, what we believe, because if not, especially in the world now with social media, you know, 24-7, you can, you can get a hit of anything in the world on Google, social media. We have to make sure we're protecting and we're defending that nothing, you know, negative or less negative things get into our mind. You know, it's so easy to let somebody control your behaviors, even without being aware of it. So I think that's super, super crazy. Moving on. Yeah. The second part of the question. So what are some of the things people can do who are further along the path, some advanced tools to train their subconscious? For me as a hypnotherapist, it's really about going into your subconscious mind, getting aware of what is blocking you and transform it in that moment where the fear or where this limiting belief really got created. Mm. Because when you work with the conscious mind, you can really improve your life a lot. But you will come to a point where it feels like there is a wall, the last wall, and something is behind that wall. You just know it, but you have no idea what it is and how to get there because this wall is there for a reason. Your mind decided it's too hurtful to look at what is behind that wall. 
and this security system that we have is good <laughs> because it's there to to yeah give us the feeling of being safe and um, not going back to a hurtful memory. But when you get aware of 5% versus 95% and the wall is between 5%, I am thinking I'm great and I'm doing what I can do. And 95% is filled with that memory, with that fear, with this blockage. Then it's so obvious that you can't live to your fullest potential when this last block is still inside of your system. Yes. Like you're just moving on in your life and taking it with you like a really, really huge and unuseful package that you wear all the time or a, a coat that is really, really dark and full of memories in your coat that is not part of who you truly are. Because all these limiting beliefs are not ours. And using hypnosis to really go back to this moment where this fear, where this limiting beliefs about ourselves, about our life, about other people were formed, gives you a new chance to choose. Because it's never about the experience. It's always about imp interpretation, about the event. Mm -hmm. And when we are little child, we have no other choice to interpret uh, an event from this little child eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's not no, possible so. to see it from this adult mind, like, oh yeah, it's logic. Mom and dad... They need to go to work to earn money and that's why you are alone. Right. For a child, it means mom and dad are not here. That must mean that I'm not lovable, that I'm not important, that I'm not worth it because they are mom and dad. And what could be more important to be with me? Yeah, so there's no filter and no logic to realize that, you know, mm -hmm. they have to just go out and work. It's It's coming from a place of I'm not... I'm not enough. And that's exactly what I want to dive into next. Um, <laughs> um, I know that's such a limiting belief for so many people, you know, I almost say like everybody. Um, and like you said before, it's kind of put out there into the world through, you know, just about everywhere we go, we're taught that we're not enough, right? So what's your experience with, um, that limiting belief and how do you help others feel like they are enough? Mm -hmm. Beautiful question and so important because it's really the root of all our blockages. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how many facets we have in our lives on this simple route. Because when you don't believe that you are enough, you won't go and live your life as you wish. You will not follow your dreams. You will not speak up your truth. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen because 95% is telling you you are not good enough to do that. And this is the 
most important thing for every single person to program into their subconscious mind. I am enough. Exactly as I am. I have always have been. I always will be. Just because I am. Not because I am doing things or because I have things. Just because I am this unique soul in this human body. I am here for a reason. Not a coincidence, not a mistake. And so many people, especially women, got the feeling in their childhood that they are not good enough to, yeah, just be part of, of the family or to connect with other people. And so um, a lot of women started to just dim their light not be too much so yeah. you know yeah i feel you on that um that's something that <laughs> you know when you're coming from a heart-centered place and, and you really are enjoying life and you love life um you know sometimes you you can express yourself i express myself authentically and enthusiastically and so yeah that's like a limiting belief that you know, I've had and that people can have about really shining their light, you know, because there's that old quote by Marianne Williamson that talks about, you know, shine. What we're most afraid of is shining our brightest light. You know, we're not afraid of the darkness. We're afraid actually of shining our brightest light, our most unique personality, because that's real power. And that's scary to be on that vulnerable level, right? So that's that's a place where it's easy to feel like you're not enough. Absolutely. And you ask how hypnosis can help you to reprogram this limiting belief. And it's about going back to the moment where you decided that you are not good enough. Because when you come back to this moment mm. from your adult mind, from, from this higher perspective... You can first see, all right, it's not about you, little one. It's about your parents are freaking unconscious about what they are doing. And they don't do it on purpose. They have no idea what they are doing right now. And it's not your fault. It's never your fault. You are just in this environment and you had no other choice than just feeling like you are the, the cause for maybe um, divorce or um, mom um, cheating on dad or just being um, with mom and mom is always um, yeah out of finances. So many different possibilities why this limiting belief rooted in yourself. Because I, I worked with so many people. And when I started working with people, I have no idea, no freaking clue what will come up in the session. And I don't have to know because your subconscious mind knows. I just open the door. I will lead you where you need to go. But your subconscious mind knows all the time. It's reminding you, but we are not able to listen because this wall stops us 
from really getting aware what is blocking us, what is stopping us, what our greatest fear is, you know? So this is what we are doing in hypnosis. We're getting aware of where it comes from and you are able to give this situation, this experience a new meaning. Mm -hmm. You can really change your past in that very moment. You are free because you're not trying to clear it out, you transform it where it developed. So in that moment, and that, that is like time travel. Yeah. And for the mind, you can't explain it because it's like, yeah, it's past. Yeah, but it's still here. When you can feel it right here, right now, it is there. And then you can change it. This is inner child healing, what you can do in that moment, because you will Take your little child, yourself, 10, 20, 30, 50 years ago, take them in, in your arms and you can tell your inner child what it needs to hear. Like you are enough. You are the most precious things in the world. You deserve everything that you dream of. You are able to do what you want. All the things we wished we would hear from our parents in our past. But it's not like, all right, I had this difficult childhood and I am like that forever. Wow. We can change in that very moment because we are the parents that heal our inner child. It's our job. It's not our mom's job, not our dad's job. And we, didn't, we, we have no idea about that. We are always in this position like, yeah, I am, I am the one who is who was hurting by them and right. what can I do about that? Sure. You know, this, this responsibility for our own healing, we have that. And yep. hypnosis is a way of really getting there where you want to go. Right. Wow. That is some powerful wisdom. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, in terms of your personal experience uh, with, with I Am Not Enough, can you share one experience that you've had with, with that limiting belief and how maybe you've worked on it or transformed it in your life? Hmm. Love that question. I am not good enough was the reason why I never started to feel what I want and to just do what was expected of me. I was sunshine um, child <laughs> um, like I was really really happy and um, very creative and I loved to dance and yeah draw and my dad was like yeah that's nice but you will never get a job by just doing that so they they um, put me on a, a math school to um, focus on my weakness and to support me in um, getting better in um, science and math. And this was um, okay. I, I, I did good, <laughs> I would say, in, in that time. Um, but I really started to go, go against everything that were told me when I was a teenager. Um, from 12 years on, I drank so much alcohol. I um, was in a lot of relationships. I cheated on my boyfriends. I was really a 
low version of myself because I was so against everything. This this was really, really um, hard, especially for my mom because she, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, experienced me, um, I guess, really, really, it, it was hard for her to, to yeah. see me like that. And right. the yeah, relationship was not good at that time. Wow. So how did you, how have you helped transform that? Um, through your work and through what you've done with yourself as well? So I lived my life in a good way, I would say. Um, I, I uh, went to university. I studied for seven years tourism and destination development because this was, traveling is what I love. And um, yeah, being able to um, deal with problems in the world would be also good so i i studied that but in my master degree i recognized that i love i really love to help people i started to work with teenagers that um, came from difficult families and i helped them through coaching to get where they want to get and this was so precious to my heart that I started to go deeper in that experience and at um, at age 21 my parents got divorced and for me this was one of the hardest experience in my life and maybe this sounds a little bit weird because I'm 21 so I don't live at home so what's what's your problem for me it was like I lived in this perfect family for 20 years and my dad was my hero everything that he was doing was for me yes this is how it should be done (laughs) and he cheated on my mom for two years and lived with us in this time so my trust in men especially but also in people in the world in life wasn't there anymore wow and i was in a relationship at that time and this fear of losing a person just like that because he moved out and he never came back um was so freaking real to me that my boyfriend um experienced a lot of crazy things with me where i checked his phone, I um, drank too much and give him um, a, a hit, like... Yeah, yeah, slapped him. Slapped him, yes, the craziest things. And at one moment he told me, um, yeah, Christine, you need to do something about that because this is not going to work. And I started to go to a therapist yeah. and I started speaking about these things. And this was the first time I had the chance to see it from a different perspective. And my breakthrough moment was, all right, my dad is just as fucked up as I am right now because his experiences, his way of doing what he's doing right now, his childhood, his relationship to his mother, all that is responsible for the way he is treating me, mom, and my brother right now. And right. that was like mind-blowing. Oh my, oh my gosh. So 
he has these problems, all right. And if he would have cleared them out earlier, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. Right. And that was the moment where I started to go deep into personal development because I, I've, I experienced how hard it is when someone is not yeah, looking at what is really going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. People got hurt. So I, I read the, the quote someday, um, heal your own trauma so that others don't need to heal because of you. Oof. So you don't pass it on to them, especially yes. in a family situation, you know, with a father, mother, that's, wow. That's, that's a, you know, where you can change the next generation, where you can stop something that's been going down the line of kind of generational trauma, where you can turn it around and go, you know what? I'm not going to pass my crap, my trauma, to the next generation, to the people that I interact with or to my kids in the future or to my relation, any of my relationships. I'm going to stop this, heal this, and then pass something positive on to the next generation, you know? And that's what we can do. And we can, once we consciously become aware of what's happening with our subconscious and we dive into, you know, doing things that we love, you know, being inspired by what we want to do, you know, and also focusing on, you know, what we suck at and what we're not good at, right? And starting to say, you know, it's okay that I'm not good at everything. I'm enough, even though I'm not good at that, right? And that's my next question. I know uh, Gary, Gary V, you were at a big personal development event in Germany recently. I know it was a great experience for you. Um, and I know Gary V was there and he spoke about like going on social media, going on Instagram and sharing something that you're actually terrible at. Something that maybe you feel vulnerable um, about sharing. Um, so what do you think his purpose was in asking that? Of I think you said it was like 10,000 people. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think like his purpose was in asking people to go and share what they suck at on social media? Mm-hmm. His purpose was that the world would be such a more loving and connected place if we would start to be really authentic and not just sharing our good side, our high points in life. So really sharing, sharing what we are suck at, what is our greatest fear and why, and what we are most scared of in the world. This is, this is such um, a vulnerable place when you start sharing that, even with your friends, even with your family, but on social media where you always feel like, oh my gosh, Someone is going to judge me for that. And I am not good enough is the limiting belief and the way of dealing with it in our world is perfectionism, (laughs) trying to be perfect. And in social media, especially Instagram, this is the way the most people sharing their inspiration and they 
don't do that sharing what they are not good at. Not in that kind of deepness. So right. Right. its purpose were really to um, yeah, open this conversation up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because when you can share things that, you know, you're, you're not good at, you know, people can relate to that. You know, like we're all human. Let's remember that, you know, even though you see the best side of us inside of a square, you know, on social media, on Instagram, we have all these other sides to us. We're multifaceted beings, people, you know, and we all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. When you can share what your weaknesses are, say, you know what? I'm, re- I'm really not good at this. You know what? This is actually where I feel fear. You know what? This is where I actually feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm vulnerable here, you know? And that's where you're sharing this. It's kind of scary to share that side, but that's where people can connect with you the most. You know, I heard Keith Ferrazzi is, is incredible, talks a lot about authenticity and um, written a couple books about relationships, essentially. And he talks about, you know, when you do that, what you're doing is you're cracking open an egg. It's like you're cracking it open and you're, and you're you know, opening up yourself and what that does when you're able to share your weakness and your vulnerability People then go, oh my gosh, whew, I can put my guard down and I can really connect with this person, you know, and I can listen to what they say. And now what, what can they do? They can share their weakness and, and go, you know what? I feel comfortable enough. Yeah, I'm actually not good at that either. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually having these problems right now and I haven't really shared this with anybody, but because you've been able to, express your pain and your your authenticity i'm now able to share so i think it like you said it does bring this uh real connection it's not just the good and just the superficial it's just everything's great no 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 we live in humanity we're humans there's there's a lot of things we have to be aware of and focus on too that are maybe negative or tough or hard or vulnerable so i think that's that's amazing that he got up on stage and, and shared that side. It really, really is because this whole healing journey is not about loving your best parts. Mm. It's about loving yourself so much that you also can love the darkness in you and the right. things that you don't appreciate and share maybe on social media. And that's, that's the most amazing thing that someone can teach on stage that you are good enough just as you are with the light and the darkness. Right. Absolutely. That's amazing. Moving on to the next question. What were some of your most powerful experiences there at that, at that event, at that personal development event? It was to be in a room an arena with 10,000 people mm. who are there for the same reason, to level up their life, mm. to find their inner light, to go on the journey to their true self. This kind of intention in a physical room was touchable. You, you could really touch this energy 
like everyone got their their spark in their eyes because someone was standing there on the stage and sharing their own story, their own experience. And for me, the this moment being there with 10,000 people with that intention and seeing the person up on stage sharing their light was some of the most amazing moments in my life because I recognized this is where I belong. I will stand there on the stage and sharing my light because this is what I'm here to do. Mm. And being here with these kind of people who remember that there is more in life. Mm. Wow. They, are, they are cracked open. They use their past experience their hurtful um, experience um, often to crack open and to let the light in because they came there for a reason. They paid a lot of money to be there two days and just feel right. what others done to get where they want to go. Right. This was amazing. Wow, that's powerful. And I, th I know maybe... You know, people listening to this podcast have experienced this type of connection. I also think there's people that haven't experienced this type of event or connection, you know, um, at least, you know, when they're not, when they're sober. I know a lot of um, music events are amazing, but usually you're not totally conscious of what's going on because you're having a good time and, you know, drinking or maybe taking other drugs or whatever, But these type of events, you know, usually have to do at, at a sober level. And you can connect as just as honestly more in a more amazing way when you're sober. And I think um, for those people that haven't been to this, you know, there's such a amazing, it's such an amazing experience. I guess it's something that you have to experience to, to understand because I think we're all looking for connection. You know, whether we're introvert or extrovert or whatever we are, we're all looking for that connection with other people and that connection to love. And I think in that kind of space, that kind of event, it's so real and so rich and, and so connecting that when you experience it, it's so powerful. It's so powerful to really actually connect with people and not feel like you have to be something else other than what you want to be. You know, your true authentic self. There's so much power to that. So amazing share right there. So jumping forward, this is a hypothetical question that I ask everybody. Fast forward to the end of your life, Christine. You know, you're on your deathbed and you look back at your life and you can see two things, two to three things that... You know, you did in your life, they could be goals that you accomplished, they could be philosophies that you lived by, um, things that you thought were important, whatever. You look back and you go, you know what, I did those two to three things. Whew, I feel at peace. I feel at peace with my life, you know. I'm happy the way I lived. What would those two things be for you to go, you know what, it's okay. It's actually okay for me to die. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to die. Because I did those things in my life, what would those two to three things be for you? The overriding goal is to contribute to the awakening of whole humanity and healing mothers. 
goal and I also have goals for my, my personal journey here in this lifetime. I, I, I started with that, that I have this double mission and to really express myself and experience, create myself in my highest version. Um, they refer to the big five for life that I discovered for me. This, this concept um, goes back to John Strelicki. So the big five for life? The big five for life, right? Um, he speak about that in this um, book, Big Five for Life, <laughs> and um, the concept is that same situation. You look back, and these are the five things that you really, really wanted to do with your life. And the overriding goal is your. Um, he he calls it. Um, ZTE, um, it, it's, it's your purpose, your life's purpose. Mm -hmm. And this big five for lives, I put on my own yeah, postcard on the backside and I gave this card to the speaker at this event I told you about, the Greater Festival, because this was the way of sharing my true self, my mission, my soul with another person and the concept is that you can share this with others and there's a little um, sentence behind it um, like this this is who I am and this is my mission and when you can support me or do you know someone who can support me please let me know this is my email address or this is my phone number just give me a call because that's why I'm here <laughs> so yeah. and please speak about your own truth in, in that kind of clearness and openness. Like, that's why I'm here. So it would be great if you can help me. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. And that's such a great connection uh, between you and others. And the things that are precious to my own journey, uh, living with my beautiful husband and my kids um, in the most amazing places Mother Earth has to offer. Yeah. Swimming with dolphins and whales through the oceans. <laughs> wow. Speaking on stages for um, 100,000 yeah. of people and sharing my light with everything that I do all day long in every moment, just being who I am. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. <laughs> Amazing, Christine. Um, so final question. What does living in your full potential look like to you? Being free of everything that was holding me back and being my highest version, being the, the truest version of myself, because mm, yeah. all these limiting beliefs are not part of me. Mm. This Ooh. is not who I am. And yeah. living up to this fullest potential is just doing what I love to do, sharing what I believe in, saying what I want to say without any kind of fears, 
what others think about me because they can think what they want to think. It's not my responsibility. My job is to be who I am. That's why I'm here. That's why the universe created me. Not to be people pleaser and tell others what they want to hear because we can, yeah, just look into the world and when we just tell people what they want to hear, there is no great awakening. There is no change. And that's why that's my fullest potential living way out. <laughs> so living in a way that's uh, like, that was such a beautiful way to put it was that, you know, whatever you believe in God, the universe puts you here to be you. They put you here to be you, not to be something that the society, you know, thinks as, you know, good or, you know, successful. They put you here to be you, the authentic you. And that's a really powerful thing to remember throughout our lives. That's amazing. <laughs> so... Thank you so much uh, for being on the Full Potential Living podcast, Christine. Um, I think you're such an amazing human, and I think we are aligned in so many different ways. And I really appreciate you and think you bring a lot of inner light and beautiful things to the world. So thank you so much for sharing this hour, hour plus with me. Thank you, Eric, for the opportunity to be with you here in this energetic room and to every single soul that will hear it. It's your truth. You are able to be everything that you want. You are good enough. You are worthy. Just remember who you are. You you go for it. Live your fucking dreams. Let's they go. To you for a reason. Go for it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is the Full Potential Living Podcast. In this podcast, I will aim to provide motivation, clarity, and a clear sense of purpose, helping you live a full potential life.